0: Hello and welcome to another episode
1: of the Third and Goal podcast. The NFL is coming to London and probably the most uninteresting game for a neutral. Um,
2: Until next week's game when the Jags play the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, um, it's not going to really wet the appetite of many people. I would not expect, me as a Falcons fan, even I'm not looking forward to it anymore, um but yeah you're joining us looking forward looking ahead to week five we're going to cover the london game we're going to cover everything else that's happening in week five as always well not as always because we weren't here last week but uh, danny's back with us dan good to see you back how are you
2: i'm glad to be back uh, i missed it last week obviously we had a little review show recently so nice to be looking forward again and trying to guess how things are going to go good
1: and uh, did you miss me and fred
2: yes is that the answer you need
1: that sounds a little sarcastic but uh...
2: <laughs> i missed fred greatly how's that <laughs>
1: <laughs> um talking to fred unfortunately fred is uh feeling a bit under the weather this evening so he can't join us so fred if you listen to this you'll be listening to this a day or two after, um, you felt ill. So hopefully by the time you listen to this, you're feeling much better. Um, I don't think that really made much sense. But Fred...
2: He's uh, he's trying to get out of Sunday already. That's what it is. He really said the Jets and Falcons is that unappetising. Fred's getting his excuses in a week early.
1: Yeah, I think he is, to be fair. Yeah, <clears throat> he is. Um, Dan, I've not come too prepared for this and we didn't cover it in our review episode, but Bye. how is our league table looking... On our predictions league.
2: Our league table on our predictions league after last week. Well, I got two right last week. Fred got two right last week. And you got one right last week, which was a poor show. It's our first one have ever had.
1: Actually, Fred owes me that one as well because he wanted to say the Rams, but he claimed in the show and he claimed in our WhatsApp group afterwards that I bullied him into picking the Cardinals. So, Fred, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> so, going into the week, you had a lead of one. After the week, we are all tied up, nine correct each from twelve guesses.
1: So, yeah, all still well, to play for. The three games sort of picked this week. I'm feeling like there might be a, yeah, you know, there, some... like
2: there might be variety, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, interested to uh, to see what. I
2: have ha- French predictions, so he won't be left out. Even though he's not here
1: yeah dan you've picked a nice juicy matchup um this would have been an interesting one for the london game wouldn't it bills chiefs what have you got for this one
2: well we had the nfc championship game a couple of weeks ago and the rams played the bucks so i went with what will probably end up being the afc championship game bills and chiefs um, i don't think anybody would have seen this game the Chiefs coming into it at two and two, would you?
0: Definitely not now.
2: Nope. Um, but here we are. So it's just got all the hallmarks of a great side, right? Buffalo just won 40 points to zero. Kansas just put up 42 against an Eagles team. Um it just has the hallmarks of being a very good game. They're probably the two best teams in the AFC. Without very much doubt, I don't think that's up for debate. Really, um, they're getting going, I guess. Cases, neither of them are particularly great runs of the ball. Jonathan Taylor's not there wonderfully. Clyde edwards you know, they're fair. They're a good enough run game to to free up the other weapons, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. That's what everyone's going to be watching to see, right? So, um, yeah, the three-on-one Bills and the two-and-two Chiefs go at it it could be a turning point you know the Chiefs could be below 500 again after week five I don't think anybody would have predicted that would they I know I never no
1: definitely not so Fred's not here who's Fred gone for then?
2: Fred in this game has gone for let me check my record Buffalo Bills to win at Arrowhead Do you remember when we spoke all off-season about... And we did it last year when we did the playoffs. The Chiefs, you you can't back against them, can you? No matter who they play, they just find a way of winning. And no matter how the game script is going, they find a way of winning.
0: Right? Yeah, Fred's picked the Bills. Fred loves the Bills. I've picked the Bills. which kind of surprises me now when I
2: think about it and look back, but I wrote it down, so I'm going to stick with my gut instinct at the time.
0: <coughs> I just think they're a better
2: side on both sides of the ball at the minute. The offences can both up 45, 50, 60 points on their day, I guess, if they really wanted to. Um, I just think the Bills defensively look a bit better if they can... Force a turnover or two, which is what you need to do against Kansas, is, is turn the ball over and make it count. Um I think they're more likely to do that than Kansas are to them. So yeah, I've gone for the Buffalo Bills as well, mate, to win in arrowhead. And I still can't quite believe it as I say it. Right.
1: Well, you want the variety? Do you want to hear what I think?
2: Buffalo Bills probably know you've <laughs> set it up with that <laughs> one.
1: Um You know, the Chiefs have bounced back from two straight losses and we sort of saw the offence that we know they have. 471 total yards on offence. Mahomes threw for 278 of those, had five touchdown passes. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got his second straight game over 100 yards, albeit against two of the worst run defences in the league. But on the flip side, the Chiefs have allowed over 450 yards in three of their four games so far. Um, The Bills, they're literally just trouncing everything and everyone that gets in their path. They just smashed the Texans 40 to nothing. And I think it's their defence that's helping them to do this. They've allowed the fewest passing yards. They've allowed the fourth fewest rushing yards in the league, plus the forced 11 turnovers in the last three weeks.
0: I, too, was... Torn but
1: my gut is going bills.
0: Wow.
2: Did you ever think there'd be a game where I don't say three pundits, three random strangers that don't know a lot all predict against the Chiefs to win a game at home. At home. It doesn't quite feel right, does it?
1: No. No, it doesn't. And
2: it really doesn't. It's weird.
1: When we picked these games earlier, and I watched that group, and I was looking at them, and I was like, "Man, that Bills Chiefs game is a real tough one to call," because yeah. I think before Week One had happened, I think we'd probably all gone the Chiefs. But the way that the yeah. Bills seem to be in the ascendancy, and the Chiefs are two and two, and <clears throat> they're showing flashes of being great, but they're struggling at the same time. I think it just does just tip it in the Bills' favour.
2: They've Uh, lost that air of invincibility, haven't they? That Let's put it in our football soccer terms, I guess. Remember when you used to go to to Old Trafford in the late 90s and early 2000s? You'd lost before you got in there. And teams aren't scared of going to Old Trafford and facing Man United anymore. Yeah. And it kind of has that same feel about it. But, you know that these, things, these are humans after all and they can be beaten.
0: Yeah, and I think
1: the Eagles um, got really close, didn't they, to, um, to the end zone. I think they're only a couple of yards away and elected to score a field goal on uh, fourth down. And I read something... Earlier, which said other teams have been in that same situation literally, fourth and goal, and they've decided a field goal is not going to cut it here, so we're going to go for it and scored a touchdown. And maybe that might have been the undoing of the Eagles because, well, not just the only thing that played into that (laughs) game. You've got to realize that is a field goal good enough once you're on if you're at fourth and goal against the Chiefs, is a field goal going to be good enough to? give the ball back to the Chiefs offence or are you better
2: you got the Eagles defence yeah that's the problem
1: yeah exactly so are you better going for it try for it come away with six or seven if you're lucky nothing if you're not going for three which is in the middle is it good enough over the course of a game
2: <laughs> even if you go for it and you don't where was they inside the five I'm guessing
1: yeah I think they were yeah
2: so, you're going to have field position anyway. You're going to put another 20 yards that Kansas need to go to get the score. So, you know, it's not all not necessarily about the points, but you buy yourself, I'd say, 20 yards more to, to make the stop in if you can. So, yeah. Rather than kicking it out of the end zone and putting them on the 25. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think if you, we've seen the Raiders do it in that last year that if you're going to. Be Kansas. You need to match them point scoring rather than try and stop them.
1: Yeah, definitely. <clears> throat> totally, <throat> totally surprised that there's three bills on there. I thought at least one of us would go for the Chiefs. Um, I would when I yeah, that earlier. I did think that I might have be been the only person that I've got thought
2: exactly me. the same thing. I expected two Chiefs picks and me to be the outsider.
1: Although part of me did think. I'm sure that Fred is a Closet Bills fan. And, and he, Dolphins. And Dolphins. Yeah, and Jets. And Jets.
2: <laughs> because he's so used to beating them. He likes the teams that the Patriots beat for so long, right? <laughs> he, he's confusing liking with, I don't know, a form of empathy, I guess, and sympathy yeah. toward them.
1: <laughs> Obviously is. Uh, moving on from that one then, Fred's game yes. is the far. 49ers Cardinals. Yes. Um, I feel a win here would give the Cardinals an early claim for the NFC West crown. Uh, Murray. Yeah,
2: we saw a review show, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Murray playing at MVP level so far this year. Cardinals seem to have a great balance to them, which is making them dangerous. They've got a league top-scoring offense in addition to a top-10 scoring defense. Trey Lance will get his first start after Garoppolo exited at halftime with an injury but I think it's going to be a tough game for Lance to come into and for me that's going to be another Cardinals win and the Cardinals go 5-0 So you're
0: going Cardinals I am
2: I like the Cardinals well I was high on both these teams let's be fair I
0: thought these would be first and second in the
2: NFC West preseason. Um, I probably still do to an extent the Rams are playing good football, but I don't know, I think the Niners can get it right. Um, yeah, I do feel that the minute momentum is huge in the NFL, and the momentum is right along our side of the sidelines. Um, we've seen the review show when we looked back at their game last week against the Rams, they're third in passing offense, which surprised me that they're that high, and they're third in rushing offense, which really surprised me they're that high. Um, having let you know, Kenyon Drake go, and they're running with Chase Edmonds and James Connor now. So, yeah, I, I think Arizona win this game as well, go to 5-0. and 0. Um, Puts them in good stead, as we said, with the little running they've got towards the end of the season. They'll probably fancy the playoffs from a 5-0 and 0 start already. They should have enough about a couple more wins, yeah. That's going to be them done and dusted, I feel. Um, I've Cardinals too. So, you open the show with, we may have some variety in our picks. We've got three Buffaloes to beat Kansas and three Cardinals to beat the Niners. We have no variation.
1: We need more games, don't we? <clears throat> maybe three games so. doesn't give us enough uh... variety, spice yeah. of life. Maybe we'll learn from this for next year, Maybe. 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 Yeah, I thought they, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago, there would have been two games which, you know, I'm sure would have seen a lot more variety. But the way that the...
2: Pre-season, we just said we'd probably have had three Kansas City picks, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pre-season, would you have had
0: an Islanders pick there? Yes. I think Fred would have done as well. And...
2: I'm high on both teams, so I'm not sure. Um, Being that it's Arizona, I may have favoured Arizona.
1: Cross-referenced all you. I am. I've got it here.
2: I'm literally getting it out as we speak, sir. So don't panic. I was going to see who I had winning this game. I can't find the right page. Cards against Niners. I had the Niners winning it. Yeah. So we'd have had three Niners and three Kansas if we'd have done this.
1: And we flipped them all on the head.
2: Yep, I had the Bills, I had the Chiefs to beat the Bills. Yep. Worrying, isn't it? What form of momentum does to you.
0: Yep.
2: It is worrying. I've got to go back now and look at my predictions and see if I've stuck with what I wrote pre-season.
1: Well, keep your book. You'll need it for the next one. Falcons, Jeff, on. in London. Uh, yes. As a Falcons fan, dreading the football aspect right now. Um, <laughs> as an NFL fan, um, really looking forward to the weekend, getting down there, meeting some people, having some beers, just trying to have a good time until Sunday at 2.30 when that first ball is kicked, um, and then I'll be filled with anxiety. Um, and probably... Not probably. That sounds like I'm too pessimistic. Maybe at the end of the game that I'll be really upset. But, no, I'm looking forward to the weekend. as an experience. Um, trying to put football second unless we win, and then uh, it'll be the perfect weekend. You looking forward to getting down there? Well, up for you, isn't it? You don't live far away.
2: Yeah, I'm- 40, 45 minutes on the train to central London and little tube stop out. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I had a trip planned to the US last year to see the Bucks and didn't make it. We had a trip planned this year and we didn't make it. So yeah, it's not Tampa. It's not going to be 45 degrees. But the chance to watch NFL football is something that really excites me again. Um, it's been too long since I've seen it. Uh, and I think just for context, is this... You said in another show you've been to Arizona and watched them. Is this your first Falcons game in person?
1: It is my first Falcons game in person, yeah. I um, Yeah, I've been to Arizona and seen the Cardinals. Um, I've actually seen the Cardinals twice because I've seen them tweaking them as well. Um, but it's the first time that I've ever seen the Falcons live. So I'm hoping they don't let me down. Um, but I'm sure my boy Cordero Patterson has got this.
2: You reckon Patterson's going to be the key to
1: success, do you? He is so far this season.
2: I don't know. You took Kyle Pitt's top five in the draft, and your main hope for victory is Cordell Patterson. (laughs) Can you hear yourself?
1: (laughs) I don't care. The stats don't lie. Uh, Our leading.
2: Poor Mike Davis and Wayne Gorman.
1: Yeah. And
2: what happened to that other guy that I drafted loads of in fantasy that was meant to be Javion Hawkins?
1: He's on the Titans practice Titans. now. I know. But
2: if you can't get into that Atlanta running room, you probably shouldn't be in the NFL, right?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I, my thoughts were that, you know, with sign Drell passing, literally as a returner and that he yeah. wouldn't see the field... You're looking at
2: passing back. downs, and
1: yeah, he's he's been a returner, special teams player. Um, he's seen a few snaps here and there as a running back, as a wide receiver, um, for passing downs as a running back. But he's never really seen the field as much as he's seen this year with us. But yeah, he's performing as well. So yeah, um, he's
2: proper rolling with a hot hand, right?
1: Yeah, and you just you know you see you just feel every time that he gets the ball that I've got more confidence that something's going to happen than I have with anybody else. Okay. Uh, but yeah, getting into the game obviously not an exciting game maybe from a neutral's perspective, um, but it is London. It's the Falcons. My first chance to see them live. Um, as I said in a review show, I was on the ATL Falcons UK live show last night, reviewing the loss to Washington and. I said on there that I'm sure the Jets organisation and fan base are looking forward to this game more than the Falcons are after they managed to pick up an overtime win against the Titans and the Falcons threw a game away against uh, Washington. The Titans, they did have some key players out, but you can only beat who's put in front of you. The Jets broke a two-game streak without that touchdown and Wilson looked good throwing... Throwing for 297 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. From a Falcons perspective um, against Washington, I did see signs of things coming together on offense. You can see we're slowly starting to click. I think we've had issues. There's been certain things when we've got to the line of scrimmage. We've been in the huddle and then at the line of scrimmage, and receivers are looking around and shrugging the shoulders like, what's the play? And Matt Ryan's like sort of say you're in the wrong place and motion this way or move this way or whatever and I think we have had some struggles in people getting to grips with the playbook um, but you can sort of see it coming together. I've seen some improvements from our dodgy offensive line which does remain dodgy. <laughs> Ridley and Pitts, they were more productive combined for 130 yards and 11 receptions. Patson led the team in rushing and passing at receptions. Has been a revelation this year, as I've just said. I was excited for him for his return abilities, but he's been excellent on offense. For his defensively, we've gone backwards. We've not got any sort of pass rush beyond Fowler and Grady Jarrett. Our secondary is terrible.
2: Lost Isaiah Oliver as well now for the season. I've literally just read.
1: Oh, he's out for the season, is he?
2: Been told by sources, his injury is season-ending and will need surgery.
1: Well, Desire Oliver was pretty awful last year, but he seems to have, in the early games this season, taken a bit of a step forward. But, you know, that's... we're uh, going to have to rely on someone like TJ Green a little bit more. Then that is a worrying sign.
2: They reckon here that Avery Williams will replace him. Fifth round pick and his first matchup will probably be against Jamison Crowder, who found a bit of form at the weekend, went seven for 61 yards and a touchdown crowd of might fancy that match up.
1: yeah well I'm sorry I'm, that,
2: that really didn't inspire you to look forward anymore did it
1: no it didn't I mean we've already the next thing that comes to mind is we've already got the league's worst defence in terms of points allowed um, but you know Matt Ryan he's coming for some criticism during our losses he had a blinding game 283 yards four touchdowns no interceptions we should have won against Washington, um, no doubt about it. We should be 2-2 two and two right now. They scored a 101-yard touchdown return. As I said to you in our review show, TJ Green went to sleep in the end zone as Heineke yeah. through that, under pressure through that ball to McLaurin. I think it's going to be a close game. I think if our offence can carry on improving and our defence can go back to it's not been great but if it can go back to how it was in weeks one two and three where it showed some signs of life rather than week four when it looked hopeless I think we'll have enough for the Jets but it is that will we turn up on the day sort of thing and what is worrying is I don't know when the Jets are flying out there but I heard that the Falcons aren't flying out to London until Thursday which um,
0: Quite late.
1: Quite late, for sure. Hmm. You know, going across to America.
2: But it's not like before, right? They'd have come here, they'd have done media weeks and meeting and greets and stuff. So I'm guessing now coming and having a COVID bubble and isolating it'll be hotel practice meetings, hotel practice meetings. <clears throat> Probably means that the monotony of that they won't have as well.
1: Yeah, but thing that I find is, I don't know how you find it, when I go over to America, because of the time change going backwards, yep. you've only got to stay up an extra six, seven yep. hours. Get a good night's sleep. <clears throat> Jet lag doesn't really affect me going over to America.
2: Jet lag only works if you go forward in time.
1: Yeah, so coming back to the UK, where you're then basically up for almost two days, yep. Yep. because of the time difference jet lag like <laughs> knocks me out for like two weeks i really struggle with it Um yeah. so to come over here with three days until game day
2: yeah it's... but they're not flying cattle class like you and i mate legs cramped up next to some smelly person next to us eating and
0: drinking oh, no, they're flat out on beds they'll get some sleep I still don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah,
1: hopefully they will. Just.
2: a New York flying over, do you know.
1: This. Make sure you get some sleep on the flight.
2: <laughs> if ever Mayor's not there and they're not partying, they'll be fine. I'm sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. He's the following week.
1: But yeah, I am. I'm excited to get down to London, have a weekend down there. Like I said, meet some. People, have some beers, just have a good time. Uh, yep. Excited to see the Falcons. And I did a good job of this, actually, when I went to see Sheffield Wednesday in the playoff final against Hull uh, in the championship playoffs, which was, what, four or five years ago now? I went down there and I thought I'd be gutted if we lost, but I went down there with the mindset that I'd never been to New Wembley before and I thought, I'm just going down there for the day to go to New Wembley, somewhere I've never been, soak up the atmosphere, enjoy it. We lost and I came away and thought, you know what, you saw New Wembley, it was a great experience. Yep. And I went too good at the end of it, um, surprisingly. But I do hope we win and I have gone for a Falcons win.
2: I've already put that on the sheet, to be honest with you, when you announced the game at lunchtime, that was when you were picking, I put your Falcons prediction in, I couldn't not um,
1: how much of Fred's, a curveball would have been if I did actually seriously go for the Jets then?
2: It would have been as big a curveball as as picking the Bills to meet the Chiefs <laughs> and the Cardinals to beat the Niners to be honest. Um, Fred's joined you as well and your ever lasting never-ending train of Falcons optimism. Um, and Fred has gone against his own AFC East team, which he loves and I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> he has picked the Falcons to win. I wonder if he's going to turn up in a Patriots shirt to a Jets game. I'd be <laughs> asking for trouble, couldn't it, on Sunday? I, I've said that I'm turning up in a Buck shirt to a Falcons game, but I'll just have my Super Bowl winner's t-shirt over the top. So any arguments just gone and dispelled there. So we won't worry about it. Yeah, so Fred's gone Falcons. I've had a look back at my sheet. I've cross-referenced while the book is out of the drawer. Pre-season, I went Falcons. In-season, I've gone Jets. I've made it different, so this week isn't a total like for like for like. Um, I do just think. One of the biggest things we find in, in sport in general and in NFL in particular, it seems to matter that momentum is such a big thing. And I think, as you said already, the Jets are coming here with a different mindset to the Falcons right now. Um, I think they they got to win against a decent Titans side that many expected to be better. But, you know, they, they'll still probably be there or thereabouts at the playoffs, mainly because of how bad the AFC South is, I guess. But, Um, Yeah, I think Zach Wilson showed some composure, made some good plays. I think the Jets are just starting to put some bits together. I mean, look at the Jags. The Jets and the Jags. It was who was going to take for Trevor, right? And the Jets won a game at the end
0: of the season and this big old hoo ha -ha of they'd give up Trevor.
2: Would you rather be a Jets fan or a Jags fan right now?
1: marginal <clears throat>
2: is it the Jags feel like an organisation in chaos the Jets I don't know you start from you don't start from zero do you when you think about being a Jets fan you start at minus 10 I guess and because of the, the history of misery that they've suffered
1: recently I like um, parts of by like the Jags players yeah. I feel like their issue is coaching
2: but that was the problem with the Falcons last year. They've changed their coaching
1: and they got worse. We're not worse. We're probably not better.
2: I'm actually looking on TV right now, and the Falcons are at
0: the bottom of the division. I could have told you
1: that without looking at TV. <laughs> to I know you're just trying to. <laughs> they literally on. Sorry, for London.
2: So yeah, I've gone reject win. I am. I kind of have to. I'm going to be there. I can't cheer for an NFC South rival. That just doesn't sit with me. So I'll cheer for AN Other, whomever they are playing. This instance happens to be the Jets. I'm lucky enough to have my ticket with a group of Jets fans. So I couldn't be the only one cheering for the other team either. So we're all going on a Jets jolly up. We're going to have a few beers, cheer on the Jets. Watch them beat the Falcons, Jets, as they
0: say, and that's me. And you're not disgusted with me. I am disgusted with you. Dan. <laughs> I thought it was
2: okay, you. okay. This week in London, Bucks are playing the Jets. Who are you going to support? Nobody. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right there. See. You can take your high holes and you can shove it, my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Though so, so you're
2: my best friend then. Well, no, that's Tom. We worked that out before. <laughs> so, we have one difference. On, a,
0: on a, a list of selections we thought we would vary quite, quite a bit on. Yeah. That surprised me, to be honest. I thought maybe... I knew you'd go cards.
1: I'd gone cards. I had a feeling Fred would go cards, but it wouldn't surprise me if he'd gone 49ers. Mm. Um, Bills Chiefs. Like I said, I felt like I was going to be the odd one out there with Bills. Yes, yeah,
2: so I yeah.
1: Um Falcons Jets. I knew I was going Falcons. I knew you were going Jets. Fred, again, it was a coin toss. Really, I didn't know which, which one of us he liked best, and you won that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I thought there might have been a bit more, um, a bit more variety there than what well, there has been.
0: But
2: it's fine. I'll go three for three this week and sit. Well, even if I go one from three and that one's the Jets, I'll still sit at the top of the pyramid.
1: Well. I look forward to going three and three with Fred, and uh, we'll leave you behind. Or
2: no trouble, I'm fine with that.
1: I'll Anything go. else this week? I'd happily go one and two with Fred, and you can go not in three and three and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, else this week? Uh, Brown's charges tasty. Uh yeah. charges. They're off to their first three and 3-1 start in seven years after beating the Raiders on Monday night. Uh, Herbert and Eckler had great games. Defence did its job against what was one of the league's best offences statistically. Um, Chargers, though, this week do have a tougher task against the Browns defence that is like a wrecking ball. Um, and a tough task against a running uh, Nick and. Kareem Hunt, the Chargers did a decent job yesterday of or last night of stopping the run, but beyond that, in the first four games, they've been pretty poor against the run, um, so they're going to have to keep that up, but also step it up against Chubb and Hunt uh, to try and nullify that aspect. But I think that's a pretty uh, pretty tasty matchup.
2: Yeah, the two sides just on the sort of periphery of. Playoffs, if you will, I think people expected the Browns to be there. I quite like the Chargers this year and thought they would get a a wildcard spot. So these are two teams with playoff aspirations that will be hoping to to sort of push themselves through and nick well over each other, especially if they they may well meet wildcard week or something like that. It's a chance to get that psychology down, isn't it? So um, I mean, they've got the same record. They're both at three on one. So, yeah, it's the tough one, right?
1: Yeah, and then the other one is uh, we've covered one of these divisional games already, but Rams Seahawks. Yep. Um, most interesting division for sure. The Rams lost the Cardinals at the weekend before facing another. Um, against the Cardinals, the Rams had the ball for less than 25 minutes. They racked up 401 yards of offense, but came up short on two drives that ended inside the Cardinals 30, committed two turnovers, and then Arizona scored points from those subsequent drives. Yeah. Um, so they're not too happy with that. Seahawks beat the 49ers 28 21 Their offense wasn't that inspiring. They got 234 total yards of offense. They were two out of 10 on third down attempts. But to their credit, they scored touchdowns on all four red zone trips. The Rams will be looking to get back to winning ways, but the 49ers playing the Cardinals and the Seahawks playing the Rams, if they can both win they could really throw that division
2: back in up. The yep. Yeah,
0: it could be tough.
2: Who would you pick, Rams or Seahawks, if we'd have had that one in there? I think that's a tough call.
0: I think I still got Rams. Yeah, I think I'd have to, so maybe it's not that tough.
2: <laughs> um, game I like, probably a little bit under the radar, Packers-Bengals. Mm-hmm. Both, at three on one, kind of different the way they've got there. They've had all the upheaval and Aaron Rodgers is the, the press media that follows him. The Bengals are going about their job really quietly under the radar. I mean, they sit atop the North, but only on divisional record, they're 3-1, Ravens are 3-1, Browns are 3-1. The Ravens play the Colts, you'd probably expect them to beat them. Browns, as we said, tough game against the Chargers, so... I, don't know, I just feel like the Bengals are just cruising under the radar. No one's talking about them, no one's highlighting them. If they can beat a Packers team, uh, they're at home. If they can beat a Packers team, they'll fancy their chances. I don't know, it just keeps them in the hunt and they'll quietly go about their business. So, and I think they've got a chance. I'm not mentioning it if, if they can, but they've, I think they've got a shout of beating that Packers team at the minute. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, things could look good for them, right? If they do manage to beat the Packers, they've got Detroit in Week 6. Yep. They've got a tough game against the Ravens in Week 7, but then they play the Jets in Week 8. Another tough game against the Browns in Week 9 before the bye week. Um, the schedule probably not too kind for them after the bye week we've got the Raiders, the Steelers, the Chargers, the 49ers the Broncos, the Ravens the Chiefs and the Browns um, but the next five games before the bye week in Packers, Lions, Ravens Jets, Browns you'd fancy, get them a, out of them. But you'd fancy them to get at least two wouldn't you
2: yeah, it's so going to be at six and four or five and five. It's going to be at five hundred going into the weekend. I think all Bengals fans will put that the year. I don't know any, but I do know I'd ask him. But uh, yeah, anything else grab your eye?
1: No, I think that's about it. My mind this week is dominated towards London, for some strange reason.
2: J-E-T-S. How about you? E T S Jets Jets Jets.
1: <laughs> well, that seems like an opportune time. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> uh, don't forget to wear Falcons jerseys, with those Falcons flags and scarves. And uh, if you see Dan, just
2: buy a beer,
1: in yes. his face, or rise up, or whatever you want. Um, yeah, but yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening, guys. If you're going to London, enjoy it, and we will see you next week. Come say hi if you see us. Yeah, if you see us, not that you know what we look like because you don't get to see our faces, unless you follow <laughs> Twitter. Um, but yeah, if you go in, enjoy it, have fun. If you do see us, come and stop us and have a beer. Uh, that is the only drink we'll be drinking this weekend. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers,
2: Rob. Thanks, guys.